Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Friday. It is Friday. The weekend stretches out in front of us. The Packers, who knows? Maybe they'll be uh, dipping their toe back into the free agency waters at some point. But as of yesterday, they are down yet another wide receiver with Marquez Valdez-Scantley signing a three-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wide receiver room is going to look a little different next year, no doubt about it. Um, as you guys probably saw, I did make a video yesterday regarding uh, some fans I saw were freaking out about uh, losing Devontae and then MVS. And as I said there, and I will say here, just breathe. A lot of ball game left in this offseason. It's very interesting to me to watch whatever they have planned or are going to do at wide receiver and how that might play into a maybe perhaps a slightly different approach on offense, but a long way to go in that regard. Good morning to everybody in the comments section. Good to see everybody. See Pogs. What's up, man? Dennis stalwart TKM. Good to see you at your post. Oz is here. You skipping the, skipping the coffee for me. I'm so flattered. Good to see everybody. Make sure I don't miss any super chats. Got to go back up. Brandy's here. Good morning, Brandy. Good to see you. Hope you're well. Uh, Josh, thanks for the super chat. With our running back room as stacked as it is, why don't we see more wishbone formations? Is this something the NFL doesn't do? Um, yeah, I'm, McCarthy used to throw it out there every once in a while, but it's just not something that's uh, been utilized a whole lot of in the modern game. But as a wrinkle, I don't hate it. Um, I wish they'd get back to split backs. That was my my jam. Um, I actually asked Mike about that years ago, and he was said something about like you know the college game has gone to such one back spread stuff that it's kind of filtered up, but yeah, I mean, get your best players on the field, right? I'd be all for it. It's just not something that's done these days. Judy, thank you for the super chat. Happy Cheese Pizza Friday. Thank you very much. Yes, we'll be uh, having our cheese pizza tonight, myself and the girls. Although I believe Madeline's going out tonight. She's got a social life or something. You know, they grow up and then they don't need you anymore. That's kind of how, how that works. But thank you. Looking forward to it. Uh Good morning. Good morning. Soders here. What's up? So more pony package. See, Eric knows. There you go. You know, what's so funny to me is that every, not every single time, but most times that they utilize, you know, Jones and Dylan in the backfield together, it's almost always efficient and moves the football and is successful. Yet they kind of dip into it so infrequently. I really hope because of, you know, changing personnel, maybe not, obviously not such a Devante centric offense, Hopefully we see a little bit more of that next year because, uh, like I said, every time they kind of draw it up during the week and utilize it as part of the game plan, it works very, very well. Lazard is going to have a big year, Pee-wee. That's quite possible, especially given the way things are situated right now. Um, look, I don't think anybody's under any illusions that Alan Lazard's going to be all of a sudden some bonafide number one wide receiver. But you don't have to look much further than that game in New Orleans a couple of years ago, that week three game, to see how productive he can be without Devontae in the offense. I mean, obviously, there's the big play that everyone remembers where Rodgers is rolling out to his left and throws an insane ball. But that entire game, Lazard plays very, very well. And then, of course, what sucked is they got hurt and they missed so much time afterwards. But, I mean, you don't have to look much further. You know, we know we can do it. So... I don't think it's going to be like that every week. I think they're going to diversify their attack, but um, certainly can't say that he's not going to be productive because I think that is certainly the case. 
I really hope MVS was doing just a stadium tour in Kansas City. Uh, I don't think so. I think they tweeted out photos of him signing his deal, actually. Do I see the Packers going free agency after the draft? Callum, good question. I think they're going to keep all their options open. Um, I do think there's a chance that they let kind of uh, – it's, it's not silly season anymore as far as the free agency goes, but I do think they're going to kind of let the market settle a little bit, and maybe that means waiting until after the draft. Um, and not just at wide receiver. I mean, kind of all the positions. But I think they'll they'll continue to make calls and they'll continue to kind of poke around, so to speak. But after the draft, there are plenty of occasions in the past where teams will – kind of let guys go or trim the fat, so to speak, because of, you know, they, they drafted a number of players at an X position. So yeah, I think they'll always, like I always say, and like Brian said, it's a 365, you know, day a year gig, right? They're always looking. So I think, yes, they'll certainly be on the lookout and look, you can't, you know, they'd certainly hit gold last year when they got Devondre Campbell late in the free agency process. Right. So um, not saying that they're going to go find an all pro, but you know, they're definitely going to be looking. There's no question. Always. Do I think there's any chance they trade for a wide receiver? I think there's a chance. Um, you know, and I think all the usual suspects have been talked about ad nauseum already. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blockbuster deal. I don't think it's going to be some premium position. That's why I a premium pick. That's why I can't really see DK Metcalf happening, even though so many people online want it to happen. Um, but yeah, I think there's a chance, uh, especially because of the draft capital they have. I mean, 11 picks, depending on what pick is going to be asked for, what Brian would feel comfortable parting with. Yeah, there's definitely a chance, but a um, lot to play out there. I, again, I'd, I'd just I'd be surprised if it was a premium pick. Uh, All fans can be brutal, except Josh and I'm in fans. <laughs> Fair, Steven. Carl, thank you for the super chat. Good morning, Eggs. I sort of hope Rodgers works with the new wide receiver group more than the three times in the offseason. I'm excited to see how he adjusts. Yeah, I mean, I know that's in the spoon put that out there about the contract, but I'm, you know, I, who knows? We haven't got any indication, anything, anything from Aaron in regarding, in regards to his offseason plans, participation, what have you. But yeah, I think he'll be there. I think for the very reason you're stating, I think there'll probably be new faces in new places and he's going to want to get on the same page, so to speak. Um, and look, before last year, and well-documented drama, et cetera, the man had been there every year for 16 years. You know, like, I don't think he's going to suddenly just not show up. I mean, for the full part of it. I think there, it's a very different thing now as far as, you know, participation and what's required and the necessity of it and how useful they think it is, et cetera, on both sides, um, player and team. So I do think he'll miss some days, but... I think he'll be there for much of it because of exactly what you're talking about. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Dustin, thanks for the super chat. No need to fret, Packers fans. We have Jawan Winfrey. Let's go. I mean, hey, look, I like the kid a lot. I really saw a lot of promising stuff in camp last year. Um, and now we've talked about it before. I know his kind of one moment there last year in Arizona was very kind of up and down. But for his first NFL action, he's got got his feet wet, so to speak. And now there should be maybe not a huge opportunity, but there should be an opportunity to make a little noise, turn some heads. If he picks up where he left off last summer, I think he's got a shot. 
again, I don't think he's going to come out and be some fantasy juggernaut or anything. But, yeah, I think definitely, definitely has a chance. No doubt about it. He's got talent. I kick ass, man. What's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Think Adams is mad Tyreek got highest paid wide receiver now? No. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's a mad bone in Devontae's body at the moment. I think he's living his dream. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what happens, right? You sign a deal, you're the highest paid whatever. Five minutes later, somebody else is. I mean, I remember Bakhtiari making fun of, was it Trent Williams who signed a deal was literally a dollar more just to say he was the highest paid. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I really don't think Devontae's stressing anything like that. Brandy, whatever. Packers will have a great defense. I'm good. I mean, we hope, right? Like, we certainly saw glimpses of it, but, you know, they got to do the work, and it's no foregone conclusion. They got talent, all three levels, no doubt about it. Got to make sure it's working in concert, continuing to grow and and develop and coalesce. And that's not an automatic. Um, I'm sorry. I I think I said this wasn't during happy hour, but I've been hurt too many times. I mean, I've been hurt too much in my life when it comes to the Packers defense to just get too excited about it. Um, remember Aaron saying we got a defense and then we didn't have a defense. So I just, I, I hope, I hope, I hope you're right. I really do. Looking more like a Dylan wheel route this year. Yes, Jill. I put that up on Twitter last night, you know, a few less wide receiver centric game plans, more emphasis on the running backs in the passing game. We're that close, baby. A.J. Dillon wheel route for a touchdown. Let's do it. Right about the 22-yard line. Send him up the left sideline. Touchdown like Dorsey Levens back in the day. I'm all about it. <laughs> Ty Summers will calm my fears. Now, Brandy, now I know you're just like you started early or something. Soder, thanks for the super chat. As the rules have changed to favor the offense, is wide receiver not as important as it used to be so long as you have a guy that can spin it, see New England? I think there's some merit to that, and I think you've seen um, offenses evolve kind of with that idea. But I will say, you know, I, it's funny. I've seen a lot of this, right? I mean, maybe rationalizing trading Devontae away and then losing MVS, et cetera. And, I, again, I do think there's merit to the idea. However, you can't, you know, dismiss or ignore what the Rams did last year. And they did it with a number of really good wide receivers, you know? Um, or what Brady did two years ago in Tampa, again, with a number of really talented wide receivers. So, and again, I, you guys know, I always say there's more than one way to win. No question about it. And I do think you can be very effective. Um, you do need talent though. You know, it's not like you can just roll some scrubs out there, but I, overall, I agree. Soder, but like you can't completely dismiss the position, obviously. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. No more talk of having six to seven wide receivers. We are going with three. <laughs> hey man, remember when they went with five tight ends? That was awesome. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. I see us headed towards a 49er like defensive minded power run centric team, yet with an MVP QB, unlike the 49ers. I'm here for it. Marshall, I would love that. I've been pining for it. I've been saying they should go that direction in like two last two or three years and maybe without Devante, the offense becomes a little bit more run centric a little more power button it up and then you know i i remember tony romo talking about that on one of the broadcasts he did for the packers was it like two years ago um where he said like look you know lafleur is there for first and second down rogers is there for third down 
And it's like, I kind of like, to your point, like, I'd love it if they were a little bit more schemed up on those first couple downs. And then Rodgers is there to make third down happen. You know, like the running game, everyone thinks of it like, you know, I'm always going on and on about running the football more on the live streams, on the, on the watch parties and bubble. And people like Soder, Soder knows he's a fellow Cretan. Uh, you know, we get lambasted like, oh, it's old fashioned, but, but it's not that it's, I don't want three yards in a cloud of dust, but it only helps your quarterback, your aging superstar quarterback. I'm not trying to take the ball out of his hands. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying he's not awesome because he is all those things, but a running game, especially an effective running game only help him it will i mean if if aaron Rodgers had the commit and that you know the packers offense had the commitment to the running game and the execution of the running game that the 49ers have are you kidding me aaron Rodgers would cook it would be absurd you know and i think they could they could absolutely operate that way if they chose to but when you've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you're like a kid in the candy store. You want to throw it around the yard, and he wants to throw it around the yard. And so I don't think that's going to ever happen in Green Bay. But maybe there's a kind of a move toward it this year because of the roster makeup. I don't know. We'll see. I'd love it, though, man. I would absolutely love it. M, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. I truly believe our D will win games. Happy weekend. Again, I hope you're right. I, I want to believe. I want to believe. I'm about it. I'm about that life. Big cheese. Thanks for the super chat. Morning, Nags. Everyone on my Packers friends say we have to take wide receiver with our first pick, but I keep telling them the minute you start reaching for needs, instead of doing drafting best available, you can get into trouble. Your thoughts? I mean, theoretically, yes, 100% you're right. However, um, you know, drafting for need is always kind of looked down on and, and belittled or dismissed or what have you. But essentially, yeah, you are drafting the best player available at a position of need more often than not, not always, but more often than not. So it's like need does kind of wiggle its way in there. Um, and, you know, you don't have to take my word for it. Go look at the Packers draft history and you see the success they've had at the wide receiver spot, both under Brian and under Ted um, in later rounds, you know, especially day two for, you know, most of it, but Brian found, you know, MVS on day three. So yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, I know people are going to be fixated on the first round and they're going to, they are going to freak out if they don't take a wide receiver with one of those picks. But um, if there's a franchise that has shown, they know what the fuck they're doing at wide receiver, it's the Green Bay Packers. So now we were talking <laughs> drafting, uh, you know, some other positions, maybe not, but that, that spot, they seem they had a good handle on it. Moises, thanks for the super chat. How will the O-line play be like this year in your opinion? How will O-line play be like? Um, it really depends on what happens at right tackle, I think. And, you know, what the lineup is going to be, still a little early to really know. But, I mean, I tell you what, they got some insanely valuable experience last year with some of those young guys, whether it was Newman or Runyon. Runyon really showed that he could play. So I'm excited for him to get in there. I'd be a lot more excited if Elton Jenkins was going to be playing at the start of the season, but he undoubtedly will not be um, as he comes back from that uh, injury. I think you get Bakhtiari back in there, you can really start cooking in the run game. Um, you know, so much is made of what a great pass protector he is for good reason, because he's been awesome. 
But I really think they missed him in the running game last year, especially on some of the zone stuff, the stuff they tried to get outside because he's so good. He's so athletic and his, his feet are so good at getting in position and getting that edge. They really missed that last year. And that's not a knock on Yash or, you know, anybody who played out there at left tackle, but I mean, he's so good. And it was a, not a steep drop off, but it was a significant drop off. And I think that will make a big, big difference um, across the board. So yeah, well, I think the O-line will be very good if they can stay healthy. Um, I am interested to see how they build their depth back up, especially at tackle. But yeah, the I've, I think Steno's still there. You know, I think they're going to be lights out as usual. I, I, I have few worries about the offensive line. Carl, thanks for the super chat. I can't wait to see our D line cook this year. They got Kenny help, and they may get more in the draft. Oh, I hope so. I would love it. I mean, it's so great watching how happy Kenny is after the Reed pickup. I mean, he is—he's clearly a happy guy. Dave, thanks for the super chat. This season will be determined by how many how they answer questions on the offensive line more than wide receiver. Yeah. I think tackle is the one spot, right? I mean, I think they're fine on the interior. I think if Bakhtiari is good to go, you're obviously set at left tackle. It's right tackle. That's, you know, kind of the mystery at the moment. And look, I keep saying who they play on Sunday. They got a long way to go as far as filling that need and depth. But I do think, yeah, that's one spot where you're like, what exactly was the plan there right now? Um, But yeah. Long way to go there. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Uh, take it out of his hand on third and two because a small part of me dies every time he goes with the 20-yard sideline route, run the damn ball. I don't mind passing on third and two. Nothing wrong with that. Um, now, if you've taken shots every time, then it gets a little frustrating. But, man, it's the NFL. It's the year 2022 of our Lord. Time to pass the ball. I That's just the modern game, right? Um. Now, if it's third and one or third and inches, and I don't see a lot of A.J. Dillon, then I'm going to start throwing stuff. But, yeah, it's fine. Nick, is D-back 100%? Uh, we, a yes, in the sense of he is uh, his, his ACL is clean, the break was clean, and he says it's 100% structurally sound and good to go. Um, if you read the interview I did with him on Cheesehead TV, he talked about, you know, the fluid and having to drain it throughout the season. Um, and the doctor, both McKenzie and a couple other doctors saying he just needs rest and to stay off of it. I got to assume he'll be fine. We'll see come April when they start off season program, but um, seems to be moving fine in the little videos I've seen online, you know, and he obviously is out and about. I think he just went on his honeymoon. So we'll see, but you know, the word is yes, he should be good to go. Uh, what else we got here? Most hated. Thanks to the super chat. Wide receiver getting a lot of attention. What about tight end? What about tight end? Um, I don't know what that voice was. Uh, <laughs> I, the, I wouldn't be surprised if they took one on day three, kind of bolster the position because you got to think they got Tunyon back, obviously, but he's not most likely going to be ready the start of the season. So I think you're rolling with Josiah and you got big dog. Um, who's probably, you know, I think is pretty clearly sticking around. They had a, um, a deadline pass where, you know, he was due a bonus and they paid it. So you got to think that indicates that he's sticking around. Um, and then, you, you know, it, who knows what happens with Daphne um, and Davis last year. I mean, he looked pretty good uh, for the little amount. I mean, especially late in the year, he got some run, 
bring him to camp, see how he does. So they've got some pieces there, but I think they'll continue to add, uh, like I said, in the, in the draft, um, not a premium pick, I wouldn't suspect, but um, they'll probably look to bolster the position a little bit just because who knows the timetable on Tunyon. Although I know I did read from Huber, I think put it out there that uh, they, his Tunyon's camp thinks he should be ready by the start of camp. That's always like, I mean, I hope that's true, but we'll see. I would suspect he gets to camp and probably starts on PUP, but who knows? John, thanks for the super chat. Please draft. I can't say that word. That is all. Okay, I'll let them know. I will let them know. Shadid, the Minnesota Vikings are a joke. Now, see, you say that and, like, I have to read it because, you know, the truth comes across your screen. You got you to gotta do it. Uh, I would like to see more tight end Davis. Yeah, Jill, I thought he, like I said, I thought he played well last year in limited opportunities. Um, he had a couple really nice catches. And I remember, I think it was the Baltimore game where Rodgers found him on a third down, like down the seam. I was like, wow, like, look, look, look who threw it over the middle. Um, but yeah, no, I think you really liked what you saw from that kid in, in limited ops. But it's no guarantee you got to do the work. We'll see how he progresses, hopefully, from year one to year two. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, like I said, he got, got his feet wet, so to speak, with Rodgers. So, hopefully, that only continues to grow. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a huge favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.